Hey there, I'm Eric Olson. And I'm Kevin Daisy. Join us on our journey to building a $100 million company. Hey there, it's Eric J. Olson. I often get asked if it makes sense to have a contract when you do side work. Truth be told, when I started freelancing, I did not have a proper contract. What I did have, though, was a proposal. Now, in the very, very beginning, I just submitted a proposal by email, and the person would either write back or they'd tell me, cool, let's do it. And then I'd just start working, and then I'd invoice them. And I never got burned. Later, I got a little more sophisticated. I would actually print up a proposal, put it in front of them, and have them sign the proposal. But as far as like terms of service and you know just the actual contractual terms, it was pretty much non-existent. I mean, maybe a line or two that said, we'll invoice you at the end. But that's about it. It was very, very ad hoc and not legal and not reviewed by a lawyer or anything like that. But as time went on, our contractual process and templates got a lot more mature. And at this point, it's super mature. We do still have prospects sign a proposal, but the proposal has a couple of paragraphs written by our lawyers that refer them to the terms that are on our website. This is a really nice compromise between having solid terms that actually apply and contractual and having the speed and ease of execution for having prospects sign the proposal. It's a nice compromise. But the question that I get asked a lot doesn't really have anything to do with that or how we did it. It's should I even have a contract when I'm freelancing for my first couple of gigs? And my answer may surprise you because we have such a mature process now, but it's actually no. And the reason is the last thing I want you to do in the very beginning is spend money on a lawyer or an accountant, CPA, someone like that. What I want you to do is validate that you can get business, you can do the work, and that someone is willing to pay you for your services. That is the most important thing, far more important than protecting yourself at that moment. These initial gigs are small in nature, small in scope, and the liability actually is very small. Now, if you talk to a lawyer or a seasoned entrepreneur, they may say different. Certainly the lawyer will. They'll encourage you to spend thousands of dollars with them to write up a solid ironclad contract. But again, in entrepreneurialism, there's risk and reward. Is it really worth spending thousands of dollars to write up an ironclad contract when you can't even get business? Or is it really worth it for your first gig? Let's say you only make a hundred bucks off of this first gig or 500 bucks, but it's going to cost you three grand to get that contract template written. And you may never do it again. You may never use that template again because you may find that you hate it. You hate freelancing or you hate the work or something big like that changes your mind. That's the point of entrepreneurialism is you take a small risk you see if you like it. If you do, you mature the process. If you don't, you pivot and you do something else. 
So even though I have a very mature contractual process that frankly has been tested a few times in the court systems and has been proven to be mature, I don't recommend that new entrepreneurs focus on this. Focus on your value proposition, focus on selling your product, and focus on getting someone, anyone, to pay for your offering. That is the most important thing when you are very, very young at entrepreneurialism. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, you'll love our entrepreneurial newsletter. Sign up at journeyto100million.com.